Hello beautiful people, it's your favorite girl Jessica and you're welcome back to another segment of Jessica Diaries. Hi guys and you're welcome back to another segment of Jessica Diaries and today's episode is a very intriguing one. We're going to be discussing excelling academically during your undergraduate season of your life and here with me are some amazing set of people so I'm going to allow them to introduce yourself. So first. Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Joshua. Uh, everyone is in It's nice being around. This is Jessica. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's <laughs> see. Hi guys. My name is Essie. That's one of the final <laughs> Hi guys, my name is James Sukunkidiza and I'm a 500 level student of Bakoki University and I'm also an entrepreneur. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's amazing. So it's so lovely to have you guys here on Jessica Diaries. Like it's an honor, like I always used to say. Thank you for having us. Yes. So as we know, five years has walked by and we're almost at the finish line. And you know, it's kind of like trying to set in that we're actually going to leave university soon. And it was just like yesterday when we entered into the gates of the profound Bangkok University. University, you know, university that we're always talking about that. Oh, I cannot wait before I graduate. Another time we'll be calculating the years you have left, and time just flew by and we're already here. So so what would you say has been your greatest challenge so far when it comes to academics? Like when you, you know when you left secondary school, the methodologies that we used in secondary school was completely different from what we meant to university. So how were you able to adapt to that change and what struggles did you face at first? Entering into 100 level fresh from secondary school. And I wish someone had told me in hundred level that that's not how I'm supposed to read because I know like I didn't read a lot of but I think my issue was that I didn't know how to answer questions, questions the way I ought to be university. So mm-hmm. I don't think that me I knew I didn't go to like two hundred level. I guess in the two hundred level I had the final year law for me mm-hmm. that now kind of like me and help me in the way so maybe that would have helped me better. I didn't know the importance of past questions. Mm-hmm. Because they had, like, you have to adapt, adapt. to a higher 
or a more efficient way of reading. Yeah, so that's yeah, that. So what what made you get an A in a hundred level course? Maybe GDS. Mm -hmm. It may not help you get an A. Maybe NLS. You have to change the methodology. That's mm -hmm. what happens. Um, okay, for me, I did pre-degree, so I think it's going to be like a different story. And going into pre-degree, I had a mindset of was that I was I came for war because mm. um, I left secondary school and I I didn't really do well in my jam so it was just like a revenge mission for me and I had a couple of people too that were on that revenge mission too so we're like we're going to blast this we're going to kill this and I don't even know whether it was my circle but I think my circle really helped me because um all of us went into from pre-degree, went into law, and we we're all on a first class during pre-degree, and we came with that mindset to hundred level, but together. But however, obviously there were challenges. One challenge that I faced personally was number one, keeping the standard. Number two, the image of of your lecturers and your parents that they have of you. Sometimes you even forget who am I actually doing this for? Is it for me? Is it for my parents and things like that? And there's also, I also face the challenge of like, like let's say there's this um, person on the first class that I really like, I would look at their reading pattern, I wouldn't think about my personal, my how I am, like how I study, I would just adopt their reading pattern. And that really affected me in my term level um, second semester. Like I just picked this person's reading pattern and I used it as my own. And I think that was like my worst semester ever. Until I had to like develop my own strategy through the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, my own story is, is, is quite different. I think it's similar to the desire and the story. Mm -hmm. uh, after secondary school, I went to University Street that same year. And though the similarity that I would say I was familiar with is the grading system. But the grading system in secondary school was similar to Bangkok's grading system. So that's the similarity. But as for challenges, uh, I had rumors that gave me like a pathway for the follow-up. Even though there were slight distractions, I didn't have very soon. I came back on track. That's it. Okay, so. That's great. No regrets. I'll say for me, my story was a bit different. So, first of all, when I, when I applied to Bangkok for admission. I applied to law, but the time I applied was already late, so they gave me international law and diplomacy. So getting into university, I already had a senior from secondary school per se who actually gained admission into international law and diplomacy, and that was like she was like my guide, like my mentor in case of oh what to expect from this lecturer what to expect from this lecturer and stuff like that so she, she carried me by the hand and just like because my they already told my parents that if i wanted to transfer to law i had to get to a particular cgpa before i could transfer to law my friends already told me that this, this should be your mindset from when you enter university so i entered and she was like my mentor and i already like that time you no know, you you're, we only had our levels on main campus we only had our levels in the same room only 100 levels were in the same room so like we only we all came from the same secondary school so we we're all teaching ourselves together i didn't really have any other higher level apart from that my friend that was in higher level so she was our teacher we were the students and luckily for us at that particular time in ild the leadership of our student organization held um hands-on tutorials for 100 level students so as we we're entering inside 
I'm, every weekend after every class you know people would come and teach us on what to expect and this and that and you know you'll be hearing different speculations about each subject so i think i was a bit scared about some particular courses i was hearing different things that all oh, this lecturer is very wicked he can never give you an a he can never give you a b he's only c that he used to give so that particular course whenever i see that short man can i forget this mr wanchuku a with his short umbrella he would jump on the stage he'd be saying that all of you are this are that whatever whatever you can never pass this course people don't pass this course and i remember telling my friend that i'm going to pass this course and that was it so the first quiz came <laughs> quiz score was bad but meeting master score was good and you know that particular time from 100 level when you're entering from secondary school i'm like this is the way I used to read in secondary school. Simple definition. You just write what it means. You don't have to go into detail of what it means because you just like, if you say you should list, you just list. But coming into university, some lecturers had different ways of doing things where they would say we should list, but they actually expect us to list and explain. But they don't write to answer these questions. They say that they, they believe that you should understand you're meant to list and explain. So those were little, little things that I needed to change and, you know, before in secondary school, you know that we did not really have to know the teacher like that. So you already had like a general way of answering questions for everybody, but university was quite different. So getting used to that was a bit challenging for me, but I think 100 level was was a good level. Let me just put it like that. It was a good level in the sense that the friends in which I made in that 100 level, they really were the stepping stones for me in terms of academics. And then moving into law was a different ball game entirely. Now, the way you answer questions in IOT is now completely different from the way you answer questions in law. So now, getting used to the methodology that they use in the law faculty was a challenging thing for me. Honey, in um, Tolerant, I remember when I first came, when they say she spit cases, I used to size the whole thing towards the year plus the like I would really really memorize because I was like that's the time my friend was like Jessica are you okay like that's you you remember like my friends are like Jesus Christ that's really excited the hook I don't want to like only dead the two the names of the case but it was difficult so I think that Tommy level was like not my so best results because of the fact that I was getting used to the law way of answering questions so it was just very challenging emotionally physically and in mentally for me the mental stress plus the transferring um documentation registration and all those stuff so i was just overwhelmed with 200 level so i think that was it for me so 200 level was like was shaky because of that fact that i'm getting used to the way that they answer questions here in law so that was, that was my challenge and that was my struggle but i think that one thing that is very important is knowing people who have walked to work i think that that's what affected me i never really went for help in my 200 level, I was like, oh, let me just try and bring myself. And I think that that's one thing that affected me the most. I'm not practicing past questions. That was that really affected me in 200 level. So, yes. So, guys, how would you how would you rate yourself so far on a scale of 1 to 10? If you want to rate yourself. What's the criteria for <laughs> Rate yourself in terms of, okay, the progress you have made, like, from level to level. No, they're not that at some time as the years go by, you get stronger, you get better. So how would you rate yourself? Stronger? Do you mean like what we know or our CGP? In terms of both, in terms of knowledge, yeah. and in terms of grades. It's a silence for me.
that's why I gave up my shelter to Ngozi. She taught me how to set academic goals. I was really not setting academic goals. I wasn't testing myself. I was just like, oh, I'm right. Change. It was so many with second semester. My grades got a little bit better because I decided to ask my roommate then and share questions on how to now do it because I was doing it on my own before and I was failing. So I had to ask somebody for help. Not if I was failing like getting F's or anything, but I was not like getting the kind of grades I used to get before. So it got a little bit better. 300 level first semester. Hmm. Criminal law. Hey, God. I remember our mid semester question. I think I answered the two problem questions. And the man that came and said, <laughs> the man that came and said that we forgot to write, we went to write on conspiracy, and it was his attempt that the question was on. That one was to God, oh God that saved us. And I know that my meet, my CA was so terrible. I never got that kind of CA in my life. But the grade I got at the end of the day, I don't know how it happened, but uh, I didn't share it. So it was second semester, 300 level was one of my best results as well. It was really good. First semester, 400 level was. It was okay. It was just there. Then no comments. Then second semester formal level was good. 
as well. So, primary level, we are depending on God, a rock and our foundation. Yes, yes. So, so, just to add to what is said about the thing, I think it's quite important for every student, just those students, to. I want to say something that if you're going to school, you should be able to account for the work you do even after you are out of the school. You should like to do the work to defend yourself. She said something about after you're done with the course, you do not come to me to like two or three years after. And then you're like, ah, I'm on that course, I'm not a crown anymore. It's like a shame to see that particular person. Similar uh, occurrence happened, I think it was two days ago, I was in Hellas, I was writing a project, and we were having trucks downstairs. And Dr. Lugasa was asking them about certain things. was just coming as far as the way discussing I was remembering all that I read and in my mind I was like if I had the opportunity I'd just say let me answer the job because yeah. I can't do that mm-hmm. I think that's the joy every student should have not just for students mm-hmm. if you do a course it might be hard yeah but one thing I do when I was not trying which I've been born is that I just once I get on doing someone I try to like you know keep my books not religiously, but just once in a while. Exactly. Yeah. By that, if you do something like that, you get to remember. You know, oh, so what I did when I was doing that level, this is what they're trying to do. Because you've read more competitive than whatever you're doing back then. So, for knowledge part, I mean, it's something you should, you should have as a student. I see, I see. What do you I do not do that. <laughs>
not even a lost name, it's students in general. Yes. Because your problem can say that, oh, what's this concept about? Can I tell you the thing? Like, they can be to advice on it. Like, there's sometimes I even when I say that, oh, I'm not a lawyer yet, too, but as a law student, you should know a concept about that kind of thing. Let's have intelligent conversation with people about that thing. But if you don't, if you don't understand the concept, they cannot have intelligent conversation with people about it. So that's it. So now rounding off, what advice, like honest advice, would you give to people in terms of reading, in terms of you know they say that in universities about working smart and not working hard. Yeah. So working smart is working hard. Working smart is I've been working smart is working hard, exactly. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit, you need God. Hallelujah. All this struggle mentality. Yeah. You don't sleep. You don't hmm. have exam by seven or I don't sleep. Yeah, I see you dicey. I'm telling you. Everybody that knows me know I sleep before exam. I do. I sleep before exam. Before my what they call commercial transaction, I was trying to learn calculation. Calculation was not in I did not sleep. When I went to the exam, normal agency that I met, everybody knows what agency they are for type yeah, shady. Yeah. Um I could not really, when I saw my 70 something, I said to God be the glory. But that, after the exam, I was crying. I knew that it's because I must Your brain cannot function without sleep. Mm. You do overnight, do overnight. How do you expect it? You'll be making, that's when you start making silly, silly mistakes. Yeah. Silly, silly. It still happened to me in this exam. Not, not, I slept, but I didn't sleep. That one was nobody's fault. I could not just sleep mm. more than the amount of, um, more than the number of hours that I um, slept for. Sleep, eat. Your brain cannot function. Hey, I'm going to the library. 7 a.m. Okay. Then you come up by 12, but you've not eaten breakfast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say that the defense can be people's body are different, but your brain needs food to function. You mm-hmm. want to concentrate. Then learn how to study. There are different techniques on Studying. how to study. Hey, I like to highlight. Mm, that's very beautiful, but is it an efficient? People have spent years. Highlighting. <laughs> yeah, people have spent years highlighting. Mm-hmm. And people have also spent a good um Part of their life studying how to the science behind how to study there's active recall mm. there's blotting method all those things this active recall i can swear by it go and go and google it it will help you so that you don't just waste your time every time you are rereading rereading that's passive it's not about how you put it it's not about what you put inside your brain it's about yeah. how you bring can you bring it out of your brain so i like if you know the study techniques that have been proven mm-hmm. then you can apply it to your life and then then at the, see it's not enough to write you can write right you can, i've got it 14 over 15 before in the week semester and I not get in, I got 79. Mm. So you have to pray the Holy Spirit, that's even the because it's the Holy Spirit that will teach you all things. You understand? Mm. Then you pray to God for you to help you. And in the that you pray to God and He did not help you, that does not mean that. And you did not get in. Yes, that does not mean God does not love you. Don't fail. Good. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I would like to add, I think this has been said everything. I'd like to add number one, <laughs> not by power, not by my, mm. my spirit. Yeah, good Lord. That you cannot remove the person of God in in whatever you do, especially when you study. Mm. God, if, when the Bible says that the Holy Spirit wrote books, He inspired men to write books. In my head, if the Holy Spirit made men to write books, the Bible contains a lot of things. So it's Holy Spirit. I'm about to study. I've read everything, but where should I lay emphasis on? Mm. I've read everything literally. That in every exam and this is with all humility at least i've read the old syllables but i don't know everything okay where would you like me to lay emphasis i can't read everything in total but where would you let me lay emphasis on how should i write it you you may have read it but you know how to bring it out how should i write it a good example of this of of this i i can explain it very well with land law 
So raising my landlord exam second semester, I taught a lot of people landlords. So basically, whatever they are going to write, whatever I will write, they will write it. Yeah. So as I was writing, there were concepts that I didn't teach people that I felt God was telling me to write. There were cases that I didn't learn that I knew I saw it in a textbook, but I didn't actually pay attention. There was even one important thing that I was like, I didn't read this, but I felt like God was asking me to write it down. Like, I remember also, I'm not a fast writer, so during jurisprudence, I needed to write really fast. So I was like, I was telling my friend, I was like, Margaret, I just pray that angels should hold my hands the way angels held Lot's hand when he was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. If you're reading the Bible, it was, like, it was a bit slow, but the angels held him and they just moved like, and they were sharp fast. I've never written a law exam before that I wrote, I was telling Dami that the first question, 25 minutes, I was done. When they said, um, that's five minutes, I was almost done with my second question. I used an extra paper. I was done like 20 minutes before the exam and I knew that I wrote and by God's grace I wrote well. Mm-hmm. So that's the power of God and also you have to, as I said before, you have to understand yourself. You have to, you can't study without understanding yourself. You can't use someone's methodology. A person's methodology, methodology can be, I will write it, I'll write it five times or I'll write it 15 times. Your own can be, I would read and meditate on it and recall. So, for example, there's my friend Tenny, if anybody knows her. If I follow Tenny's methodology of reading, I will fail. Because she would not write. You can teach Tenny a thing in the exam or and she'll get it and you might not get her name. It's not like she did anything bad. Her own reading style, she's a very, the most passive reader I have ever seen. She doesn't jot. The only thing she writes is cases. But that's her own methodology, that's her own person. Also, studying time is also very important. If the smart people in your class say that, oh, they study in the middle of the night, that's when it enters more. Your own studying time might be early in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what sci- scientists have proven that afternoon reading is not that, it's not that valuable. It's either early in the morning or very late into the night. But just find your own technique of doing it. Get your own technique of doing it and study, enjoy, enjoy what you do. School is not a scam. I think it's the best thing to tell young people. School is not a scam. It's not everybody's going to go into tech. Not everybody's going to be a fashion designer. Not everybody's going to be a musician. Not everybody's going to be a content creator. God needs God is God is still looking for lawyers. God is looking for people in government. God is looking for people in politics. God is looking for policymakers. Education is the ticket to education is the ticket to the front row of most things in life. So regardless of whether people tell you school is a scam, if God gives you something, Bible says that all things work together for good for those that love God. So how is school a scam? If the Bible even tells us that all things work together for our good, regardless of whether you're a second class upper, second class lower, first class upper, when you give it to God, God can turn anything. I'm just sorry, I'm preaching. No, I'm not preaching. God can turn anything to good as long as you give it to Him. So basically, God, know yourself, study well, study the right way, and enjoy what you do. Enjoy. Don't grumble to class. That's don't carry that aura of of um, going to class again. I'm going to be here. I don't want to be. But you are here. That's the thing. You are here. 
be here, enjoy your stay, enjoy Perfect. your lecture. So at times when your some lecturers can be quite infuriating, but even though enjoy the class, study, just live and enjoy yourself basically. Enjoy your life. And the attitude the attitude affects how yeah. you yes. information. Well, when you are going, when you leave your hall at 7 a.m. you don't want to be here. I promise you you know this in the class. Mm-hmm. When they are reading, it's too hard, it's too difficult, you go and sleep, you leave it. So even if you have a bad attitude, despite the fact that we know say you should be cynical, mm-hmm. your point is that, that you cannot complain. Yeah, but once you once you complain, after that you can post it and then you actually have the right attitude and it will help you to retain more information yeah. and make you more least. Success comes when opportunity meets preparation. Mm. And so, like, 
for your exams like are you prepared that so like success will come when your the opportunity the exam meets your preparation that's how prepared you are and so that's why i always remind myself that so even when the opportunity comes how prepared am i and so like give me time try don't it's not about the last last month doesn't work for me or it doesn't for me mm. for me i have to some people can't go and i have to come for five hours mm-hmm. so for me to sleep before the exam i remember like this one For me personally, my advice to people would be, first of all, put God first. Like, like as I said, everybody has said, put God first, put God first, put God first. But the God factor in academic excellence cannot be overemphasized. There are some times when you have read, yeah, people said they read for week of semester, you are saying, I prepared for this exam, I just said the exam, and you are blacked out. If you have ever experienced a blackout before, you would know that that is the point in time when you need God. When you think that, oh, I'm already filled this exam, I don't remember anything again. And from somewhere, I don't even understand how the thing happens. From somewhere, things just start appearing in your memory, even more than what you did not even know you are ever. to see, there was a particular exam, I said to see the lecturer in class teach. I think that was conflict in second semester exam. And I've seen Agbede teaching that particular concept, and I answered that question. I was like, eh? how did this happen? Okay. And everything like that. So the God factor in academics cannot be my And I noticed that whenever I pray to God before I start reading, I read faster and I grasp it better. If I don't read before I start if I don't if I don't pray before I start reading, that reading session is useless. Like I won't even read anything. I'll be reading one line for five hours. It won't stick. And that's how it was. And another thing, start from the first week. Start reading from the first week. Oh, I know a lot of people will tell. I have some friends that say that God forbid I cannot from the first week. Oh, my only is overnight, two weeks before exam. For people, it's even three days before they start reading. But if that does not work for you, I beg you in the name of God, start reading from the first week. You teach a topic today. I know that earlier we were saying that thing in neighbor class. I think yesterday and today and the day we have, before we had neighbor law. She was saying it. Read from the first. And I honestly, like she's completely correct. When you read something. From the first week over and over again you will notice that even after the exam you remember that thing yeah. somebody can ask you what definition of this thing are you able to say i know the definition of this thing some things from secondary school i still remember them to today because you um repetition aids recall like it's so good that when you read from the first week you have read a particular topic more than seven times it's so good that even when even even the weeks before exam, you are just revising. When people are struggling to read, they're just revising and at ease. All you just have to do now is pass questions and just like recalling your memory. Number three, don't gamble. I beg you. Oh, hey, oh, oh, don't tell yourself. I would read. I would read just five topics. 
and I will not read the remaining five topics. Let me just, ah, Holy Spirit is speaking to me. Let me read these five topics. It's not Holy Spirit, though. <laughs> That is your own self telling you that, oh, I am too lazy to read this particular topic. So I'm just going to read the one I'm comfortable with. Say no to gambling. I'm not saying that there's no <laughs> way that definitely, like, like Brenda would say, in order to read everything and not ask God that what particular place should I emphasize on. But don't ever tell yourself that I'm not going to read a particular topic. That's I why have, you have no idea. On that exactly. Topic. Don't do that <laughs> to yourself. Don't, 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 don't do that to <laughs> yourself. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I remember evidence second semester privilege was a compulsory question. And in night, if a lot of people were saying that oh she can never bring privilege a compulsory question because she just saw that topic in last class before we finished. We were listening in class, how she Exactly. <laughs> the last class before I know I think was an example in it class. It was an if example you didn't come to class. In, you could not answer the question. <laughs> Exactly. Me, I'm a victim of jurisprudence. No morality, no morality or religion. No revolution. Nature and scope. That was a very foolish decision for me because I had the notes on those topics. If not because I was in class prior, and I already, I, I actually already already skimmed through those topics. I won't have been able to answer any other two questions from that examination. Hmm. Please don't gamble. I beg you, in the name of God, stop this act of gambling. And I think that that's what helped me accompany know that I didn't gamble. I read all the topics. And for my neighbor, I didn't gamble. I read all the topics. And for my peer, I didn't gamble. I read all the topics. But that judgment, I felt so bad because I was like, why in the world would I ever gamble? And that was a very foolish decision. Please don't gamble. Read everything. Then let them tell you that, oh, I will only read these topics and God will guide me. And God will guide you. But the day that God will not guide you, and God will just say that, I was telling that you read everything, but you don't want to listen. And you're telling it's so trouble. You're yeah, on your own. So please don't gamble, that's very important. Number two, number four, don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people in university. Why do I say so? The thing about university is that everybody's academic journey is funny. Somebody might come into university, start with the first class, maintain that first class to the graduates. Somebody might come into university, start with the second class lower, and get a first class when they are about to graduate. Somebody can start with the first class, graduate to the second class upper, but it doesn't really matter everybody's academic journey is different the point that you will now be detrimental to your own self is when you begin to compare yourself to other people that oh this person is doing this what am i doing i'm not serious i'm not this i'm not that like what what this person doing and i'm not doing because you are comparing yourself to another person you are setting standards for yourself that are not realistic because the way the person does things is completely different from how your body is going to react to that same kind of thing Another thing is that please know your lecturers. When I entered her I was like, lecturers, I don't care, Jerry. They should not know me, they should know me. Let your lecturers know you and let them know you for a good thing. Why do I say so? Is that it's <laughs> one <laughs> thing. It's a joy when a lecturer knows you by name and like, oh, this girl, like even when you leave back home, even though you don't even get it to the best results in your class, but lecturers are able to reference you that because you never know when you will meet those lecturers in future. But it's just people that want to apply for international um scholarships because beyond undergraduates please take it very seriously because honestly I, I think i wish we knew these things in 100 level that there are a lot of things that go into your undergraduate studies you will need your lecturer when it comes to reference letters for applications you will need your lecturers when you need somebody to vouch for you for something an international program that you want to apply for even a job you need your lecturers internships, so, internships you need your lecturers and let them know you for a good time. I'm not saying that they should be kissing their ass. Exactly. So no. Don't be fanzing them. No. That's, a, that's, that's 
yes, let your work speak for you, but also cultivate a habit of reaching out to your lecturer. So if you don't understand something, reach out to your lecturer. I don't understand anything. Exactly. Ask, exactly. Ask questions in class. Answer questions in class. Have an interactive um whatever with your lecturer. So exactly. So I must don't kiss us. I must say this to you, I mean farm to somebody, don't farm somebody, no go. Have an interaction with your lecturers and make sure that they know you. Now I'm saying that every lecturer can know you, know you definitely. But those lecturers that you like so much, try and have a relationship with them and everything like that. So that when you need them, they're not like, who are you? Why are you coming from? I don't even remember you. You're not even in my class, that kind of thing. So another thing I would say is, as much as you are involved in academic things in school, always try your best to expand your knowledge beyond school. So as you as you as you go to higher levels, you will begin to see that oh, I need to do something, and I need to do something that will put me out there. I didn't know about many things that I know about now until I entered 300 level. Things like LinkedIn, things like oh, applying for this, applying for that, and applying for this, and that came from interaction with your course members. I even a person that oh, I will keep to myself. I will not have more than how many friends. What my mentor that people in the class? I don't care. I don't know you. Don't know me. We don't know ourselves. But when you interact with people, you'll be able to know that oh my god, there are a lot of things I don't know. There are a lot of things I don't know, and they're like, I wish I knew these things earlier. I'll be able to, you know, fall back on them. But it's. Whatever you start from is very important. But from your hundred level, form a good relationship. I must say, you cannot know everyone in your class, definitely. But form a good relationship with most of your classmates, if not all, most of your classmates. You know, interact with some of them because there are some things that you want to apply for. Your classmate knows that person that could help you reach out to that opportunity. So, be very don't don't be true to yourself. Like other people always say, nobody's an island. You need other people to survive because outside of this school, you'll still meet some of your classmates. So. You know, try and form some relationship, good relationship with all your classmates as much as possible. Yeah, and always expand your knowledge. School goes beyond the four walls of Babcock. Like, knowledge varies. So don't tell yourself that the only book knowledge I will know. Try and expand yourself. Put yourself out there. Start something. Start a club. Start, you know, something that you're interested in. Exactly, or join a club, you know. Just being in something, be, being a community, because it's very, very important. I know that one thing that really helped me was having a community of friends who are, you know, people that help me spiritually, people that help me academically, you know, have a community to fall back on. And the last thing is that please take your mental health very, very seriously. <laughs> a lot of students' mental health is inside the photo photo <laughs> because people don't prioritize their mental health in university. Take your mental health very, very seriously. If you're burnt out, please take a break. Don't tell yourself that, oh, why am I sleeping, Jesus? Why am I sleeping? Why am I watching? Why my friends are reading? Please. If your mental health is not in the right frame of mind, take a break. You know, have somebody that you can always talk to about things. Even though you don't want to talk to somebody about it, have a way you can ease up the stress. It's very, very important because at the point, you will always get burnt out. So that's it for me. Anybody else wants to add any other? Just to add one or two. Okay. I'll say should have friends or mm. be mindful of social media friends like you keep yeah and also don't just have friends in your department mm-hmm. not just that focus I know not just that focus yeah so have friends in different departments I can't remember the lecturer that said this in class one time but I was talking about you having a lot of friends mm. when you become a leader it's not your love friend that will come and meet you true <laughs> have friends from more people have been. Mm-hmm. They are going to be your future clients. 
your dear law students or yeah. your dear colleague will not be your client mm-hmm. in the future. So build that uh, what's called now that safe yeah. and, and have people that you know you can count on and count on God. Yeah. You didn't come to get bachelor's degree alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> Try and be in a relationship. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, everything works for the best. You never know. You yeah, might meet your, you never be gonna meet your soulmate in school. But me, hundred level, five hundred level, nobody. We we came to get bachelor's. Exactly. And also, and, and another thing, another thing, another thing. Please write professional examinations. Yeah. Law students, especially. A lot of people come here write LLB. There are almost over ten thousand, like over millions of students around Nigeria that are doing LLB. What makes you stand out? Yeah. Professional language. When I tell that, oh come on, I say, God, I don't want to do these things. There was the point of it. It's hard. It's this. When you do it with your friends, it's interesting. I remember when we were writing exam, we were all here in school. We were helping ourselves. You know, we say, God, we'll be doing all night and everything. But we wrote the exam at the end of the day. Arbitration. What's the other one? Stock brokers and everything. So write the one that you can write. Just make sure that you have a professional language. I remember that I was telling, I was somebody saw my LinkedIn that oh. So like you yeah you're already you're already written the CIR exam and like yes I have and she was like wow that's amazing someone then don't even know about it they're already lawyers and they're like asking for oh an additional what they call it specialification and everything like that so write professional examinations don't wait till you graduate do it now so that's it guys this was such a very fun conversation I'm never going to like thank you for having me thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. So that's the end. So guys, so there you have it. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. It was so amazing to have this conversation with my friends. Thank you so much, Joshua. Thank you so much, Desire. Thank you so much, Essay. Thank you so much, Brenda, for taking our time to be on here on this episode with me. I love you guys so much, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until next time, it still remains me, Jessica, your favorite podcaster, and goodbye.